Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for High Velocity Radio. Lee Cantor here, another episode of High Velocity Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today on the show, we have Josh Kim, and he is with 7A Accelerator. Welcome, Josh. Afternoon, Lee. Great uh, great to be on with you today. Well, I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about 7A. How are you serving folks? Yeah, so we, we specialize in helping business owners in navigating what is otherwise uh, a confusing process of seeking SBA financing. Um, I've got a bit of a backstory myself with leveraging these SBA loans for a couple of my own business ventures in the past. And I have found that a lot of people are just, you know, not aware of, of what you can actually get done with an SBA loan. So uh, we help business owners by consulting them through the process and helping make sure they get paired up with a good bank that's going to be able to help them, you know, get the financing needs that they that they have. So why don't we share with the listeners kind of a primer on uh, how to go about getting an SBA loan? Because there's a lot of misconceptions that the SBA loan isn't really a loan from the SBA, right? You have to partner with a bank and, and the government backs it, but the loan is through a bank, right? Correct. That's that's one of the biggest points of confusion that most people have is that they think, oh, well, you know, am I not getting a, a loan from a you know, the SBA. And there's more confusion around that right now, uh, just because, you know, we do have like the EIDL loans and some of these other disaster loans that are out there. And so, you know, that that does sometimes create confusion. But the loans that I, I help people with, uh, with 7 Accelerator are ones that are directly uh, from banks, and they are just guaranteed by the SBA. So now, um, who is eligible for an SBA loan? Um, any for-profit business here in the United States is going to be eligible for an SBA loan. So a lot of people, you know, a lot of people have questions about that. You know, what kind of business is going to qualify? Do we do anything special? And, you know, the answer is no, not really. You know, so long as you're a for-profit company based in the United States, you will be eligible for an SBA loan. Now, do you have to have a business that has something that's tangibly collateral Lizable, like uh, real estate or equipment or things like that, or can service industries um, take advantage of SBA loans as well? Service businesses are just as capable of, or just as able to take advantage of SBA loans as um, as others. Um, obviously, if you have collateral in your business, it does make the process a little bit easier. But it is not a hard and fast rule. It is not a an absolute requirement. And uh, the reason that SBA loans are often use and they're, they're very popular is because the, the SBA, the way it works is that the SBA will guarantee 75% of the loan. And so what that allows is for a business owner who, you know, doesn't have collateral, who typically might have difficulties in, you know, getting this kind of financing. It allows them to still be able to get a loan because the SBA, you know, because the government is guaranteeing. Um, that's, that's effectively, you know, how the program works and why, you know, a lot of business owners are able to, in fact, get financing uh, by utilizing the SBA process. Now, what are some things that a business owner has to have in order to get the or have a you know the best chance of getting the SBA loan? And what are some things that, if you don't have it, then don't even bother? Um, so, what what I would generally tell people is that if you don't have 
Um, any his, like if, if you don't have any historical cash flow or profits in your business, SB financing is probably not going to be a good option for you. The main thing that lenders are looking at is historical profits of the business by looking at a tax return. And so if you don't have that, um, it's it's still possible in some situations to get an SB loan, but it obviously makes it a lot more difficult, right? Um, I, I would also tell people that if you you know need to work on your credit first, uh, you know, going for an SBA loan is not going to be a fruitful effort. They do have credit score minimums that are set by the SBA. And if you don't fall in those, you know, if, if you don't fall within those parameters, um, it's, it's going to be difficult to qualify for financing. So uh, can you get an SBA loan if you don't have good credit? Uh, it's, it's, it's actually cut off by the SBA. So I would encourage you to go work on your credit score first before uh, trying to apply for financing. That's, that's really the only other qualifier we give for people. And then for business owners who have an existing business, uh, they think they might have been kind of being smart by not showing any profit, right? Um, by just putting their salary or the money that they're taking out of the business um, and kind of mm-hmm. not hiding the profit, but maybe just reallocating it writing in a different book. Yeah, writing it all off. Right. Yeah, that's, that's honestly, that's the most common problem that I see with people is that they do just that. And it makes a lot of sense from a tax perspective, because, you know, why would you, why would you report any more profit than you absolutely have to and, you know, get taxed on it? That's, that's how most people think. And while that is the correct way to think about things, most of the time, uh, you know, (laughs) unfortunately for the, for the purposes of, of getting an SBA loan, that is, uh, that is not how it works. And you will actually be disadvantaged by that. So and that's one of those things where if you're thinking about this, um, you better start planning for this because it, it, it's hard to kind of make a rapid change, right? Like if all, all of a sudden you want to get the loan and you could have shown this profit, you know, for the last two years that w- would have probably helped you get it or maybe even a bigger loan than you needed. But now you don't, you didn't do that. You're going to have to kind of, do it at some point, right? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it makes it more difficult if you don't have uh, cash flow. I, I have seen some people, um, like we had a client recently, he went back and actually amended a prior tax return, his most prior year's tax return, to not be as aggressive with some of the write-offs. <clears throat> and, you know, what, what I mean by that is he, um, you know, he didn't write everything off, right? And, and he went back to his tax return so he could do that. Um, I, I've seen situations where that's done, but that's really kind of the only way you would otherwise get around it. You know, you would have to go in and, and, and make an adjustment to your tax return to show, uh, you know, the, the profits that your, that your business had. So, you know, it's, it's doable, but that's really the only way you can kind of get around it. So now um, SBA loans right now are available, right? Like if you have the qualifications, um, they're not, these aren't difficult to get if you know what you're doing, but they are available. This isn't a time when it's difficult to really get them, right? Yeah, no. I mean, now it's it's arguably the easiest it's ever been because the the SBA has kind of they, they've provided frameworks and guidance for lenders to say like, hey, you know, we 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 want to make it easier for businesses to access this money. And they've, they've adjusted some of the rules and regs so that it is easier for businesses to get money. Just for example, um, last year, one of the main things that they were doing throughout um, COVID was they were, um, they were reducing the 
uh, they increase the guarantee amount. So, so right now, you know, the guarantee is 75%. Right? That's, that's how much of a, of a loan is guaranteed by the SBA. Um, they had actually adjusted it during COVID so that it was even higher than that. The, 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 the percentage of, of the loan guarantee is 90%. So um, the SBA has done different things such as that to make it easier for businesses to actually get this money because, you know, at the end of the day, they, they want businesses to be able to obtain this financing. They, they want them to be able to do this because it will make it easier for us to collectively economically recover if businesses have the money that they need. Lending volume went from $30 billion to $45 billion last year um, on account of, uh, you know, just on the main SBA lending programs, not the EIDL and PPP, the disaster programs, just the main lending programs. Um, it, it increased by a significant amount. And um, with historic um, low interest rates, there's a, it's a good time that even if you don't kind of urgently need the money, it's a nice time to have the money. Correct. Correct. Now is the best time to, to borrow money. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, why would I pay you know 6% interest on money that I'm not using? Well, the, the reason is because inflation right now is six you know, over 6%. So if you're able to borrow money at or equal to the inflation rate, you're effectively borrowing the money for free, right? Right. So, you know, I, I've made that case to a couple of business owners, but they don't, they don't think that way. Well, I, you know, I don't want to pay more than 2%. <laughs> it's, 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 it's wild because if you have a business where you're, you're not making enough money, if you can borrow an infinite amount of money at 2% and still not make money, you have a bad business model, right? It's not about how much money can you borrow. You just need to fix your business model. So now let's talk about how 7A Accelerator helps uh, their clients. What um, What is kind of your ideal client profile? So our, our, our ideal client profile is someone who is, and we don't necessarily based on a revenue, it's more based on the, the cash flow because cash flow is what's going to determine how much you can qualify for. Um, our ideal client avatar is someone who is netting over $500,000 a year and wants capital to scale their, you know, capital to scale their business, whether it be for, you know, a business acquisition, a real estate purchase, um, whatever the case might be, that is our ideal client avatar and kind of like who is easiest for us to work with. Uh, we, we work with business owners by helping them navigate the loan process, pair up with banks. And so, uh, you know, we, we can still help smaller businesses that aren't at those revenue and profit numbers. It's just obviously a lot easier if they're, if they're bigger. So, so like uh, let's assume that this, um, this prospect is at that exact level what does the process look like? So they come to you and they say, Hey, Josh, um, I'm thinking of getting a loan. Um, where do you come in and how do you help them? Like, why can't they just go to their bank and say, Hey, I want an SBA loan. Yeah. So that's actually probably the, the most common question we get. And it's, and it's a logical question. Why would you go to someone else? If you can just go to your bank, unfortunately, um, for, for most business owners, uh, most banks are, are not good at executing on SBA loans. They might advertise it, they might claim they do it, but when you dig into the weeds of what they're really able to do, most SBA lenders are just flat out awful at doing loans. If you look at the loan data from the SBA, for example, Bank of America, most people, uh, or a lot of people bank with Bank of America, right? You might think, okay, well, they're a big bank. They're obviously you know, gonna do a lot of loans. If you look at the actual data on how many loans they actually do in the year, it's a very low amount. Same thing with Chase and Wells Fargo. If you look at the actual 
um, you know, dollar amounts are proving too. It's all very low dollar amounts. I mean, if you need a million dollars, good luck getting it from Wells Fargo unless you have, you know, just as much collateral to pledge personally, right? So that's really the main reason is that, you know, I have a unique network of lenders that really understand how the SBA loan program uh, was designed to work, right? Not, um, not requiring all this collateral and this and that. And so that's, that's the main benefit that, you know, I, I, I can demonstrate that we bring people is that, hey, we work with banks that are not going to be difficult with you in getting the financing you need. They're going to be able to help you actually get, um, you know, get the money you want from an SBA. So that's how we help. We work with banks that understand the program and are not uh, crazy sticklers like some of the other, you know, some of the other banks out there might be. And so those banks may not be in the, you know, close proximity of the client, right? They could be anywhere in the country. Yeah. Most, most banks that are good at doing SBA loans are actually not going to have uh, any sort of physical proximity to the client. That's, that's one of the, one of the biggest things that confuses people. They're like, Oh, well, you know, my neighborhood bank advertises SBA loans. Okay. They might advertise it, but it doesn't mean they're any good at it. (laughs) And that's a, that's a dichotomy that a lot of people have a hard time reconciling that, you know, just because, Hey, they claim they do it doesn't mean they're any good at it. Now, are you actually helping them with the forms or is it something like you're like, look, here's the form, fill it out, and then I will get it to the right bank? Like where where does your service begin and end? Yeah, so we, we do help answer questions about, you know, how to fill out the forms and such. That's really not the core of, of where our value add is because um, the forms are the forms are actually pretty self-explanatory. One of the biggest myths that I tell people um, is that, you know, SBA loans are not complicated. They don't require, you know, uh, they, they don't require you to have, you know, a, a CFA license to be able to fill out the forms, right? They're, they're actually pretty, pretty straightforward. So we can help answer questions as they come up, but really where more of we're at, where we are adding value is by making sure that the business owner is getting paired up with the best bank for their business, now, is there a ratio uh, based on profits or revenue, gross um, revenue that tells you how big of a loan you should go for? Like, what's the kind of the, the formula of deciding what's the appropriate amount to, to get a loan for? Yeah, that, that's, that's actually a pretty good question. And one I, you know, one we get often, you know, hey, how much, how much money can I qualify for? Um, I tell people that a good rule of thumb is going to be three times your, your annual net income. That's kind of a good uh, ballpark range of, of how much you can qualify for based on a, you know, a 10 year term loan at five and a half percent, which is where, you know, most of these SP loans are coming, right. You know, they're, they're panning out to be right now. Um, so it also depends on, you know, what you need. If you don't need that much money, there's really not much of a point to, you know, to go apply for that much, right? If you only need a hundred thousand um, dollars, but you can qualify for three hundred, and you can only justify spending a hundred thousand dollars with what you need, uh, you could try applying for three hundred thousand, but you might have a, a hard time justifying it to the bank as to why you need that full amount. And that's that's one of the things that you know I, I tell people is that you have to be able to justify the loan amount, not just show that you can uh, cash flow it with you know the profits of your business, right? And then the way that you're kind of going to justify it is you're going to explain how you're going to use the money, or is it something that um, you have to be in the process of buying something? 
No, 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 no. Uh, most of the loans that we help business owners out with are actually not loans for business acquisitions. I mean, we do business acquisitions, real estate, you know, real estate purchases. Um, but a lot of the loans that we do are just for expansion capital. Like, hey, I have a business that does X amount per year. I'm interested in getting financing to help expand the business. Here's how much money I need. So we run into a lot of situations like that. And so it, it's not an absolute requirement that you... Uh, per, per se, have um, you know a, a purchase or something you have to do. We, you know, we 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 do plenty of loans for people who do not have you know a business acquisition or something like that that they're working on. So, if somebody out there wants to learn more, have a more substantive conversation with you or somebody on the team, what is the website? Uh, best way to reach us is through the website at sevenaccelerator.com. Um, and again, that's seven, the number seven accelerator.com. We have a, we have a link there where you can just, you know, click schedule call. Uh, if, if you'd like to have a conversation, see if an SBA loan fit would be a good fit for you. We've got a team of guys who, you know, take the calls and be happy to chat with you to see if it might be a good fit. And before we wrap, is there a, a story you can share? Maybe a success story about somebody you were able to help, you know, without naming their name or anything? Yeah, well, we, so one, one of the more recent success stories that we had that um, I, I was glad we were able to get done was for a, uh, it was a husband-wife combo. They're, um, they're, uh, they, they were trying to buy the accounting firm from their dad. And so they had gone to a bank or two before who had turned them down. The dad was retiring. They needed about a million dollars to purchase the accounting firm from him. And uh, we were able to get one of the lenders that we work with to uh, to approve the deal for them. So they were able to take the keys and, um, you know, buy the business that they had been working at for multiple years. And so they were obviously very excited about that. Glad we're able to get it done for them. But that's just, you know, one of the recent success stories that you know I can I can point at for you. And then also one of the benefits is not only the ability to match um, the right lender with the right client, but it's also maybe you help with the speed of getting these deals done. Right. And that's, that's, that's why we, you know, refer to the business as an accelerator, a big, a big component of what we're doing is helping, uh, the business owners get it done in a quicker fashion than they would otherwise, because, um, you know, a, a lot of these business owners, could they have gotten the SB loan on their own? Probably, but, you know, they just didn't want to have to wait multiple months of back and forth and talking to multiple banks to figure out who's actually going to be able to help them and who's just kind of blowing smoke. So that's 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 a big aspect of what we do is helping them navigate who's who's legit, who's going to help them and who's not. Right. And what's your personal best in terms of getting a deal done? Um I mean, my personal best is probably one of the deals that I did myself. I mean, I used SBA loans to buy some businesses when I was quite young, uh, 19, 20 years old. And so um, one of the businesses that I bought was doing, you know, $3 million in revenue a year. I, I think that was probably my best deal because it was when I, you know, I was able to get done on my own. But, um, you know, for a client, I, I think that that accounting firm purchase was definitely one of more one of the more challenging ones that we've had to overcome. You know, there was a lot of different issues with it that, you know, we had to work through. There was some financial issues with uh, the historical performance of the business and uh, the, the, the buyers didn't have perfect credit, but we were still able to get a lender on board and get the deal done. And really that's all that matters. So, well, Josh, congratulations on all the success. One more time, the website. 
sevenaccelerator.com. Number seven, accelerator.com. Good stuff. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story. You're doing important work. We appreciate you. Awesome. Good, good talk with you guys and uh, looking forward to talking again in the future. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you all next time on High Velocity Radio. Okay. 